2: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Big Six Podcast. Katie Mox and Will Brinson here, joined by John Breach, back from his New Zealand and Australia travels, rocking a little bit of a tan there. We appreciate that from you. And of course, Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. If you missed last week's episode, we gave our preseason superlatives and we also shared our week three preseason best bets. You can catch that episode on the YouTube channel or the audio version, wherever you get your podcasts, go ahead and hit subscribe um, and like if you uh, haven't already to both of those um, platforms. One, Breach, how was your travels?
3: Uh, well, I'm back, and that I want to say it's rather unfortunate. I, I almost was going to move there. That didn't work. Oh. I tried, tried to smuggle a koala back for each of you in customs.
0: Oh.
3: That is frowned upon. Do not try to smuggle koalas out of Australia. Mm. It will not go well. <laughs> uh, but now I'm excited because I'm back on the Pick 6 podcast with the three of you.
2: I'm excited, too. Did you see wombats, though? That is actually my favorite. I've been to Australia once. I went in 2000, and I love a wombat.
3: I did see a wombat uh, they're not as cute as koalas but
2: they're fun they're fun I should actually show you guys this video that I have of myself it was in 2000 I was in high school we were in uh, we were in Australia my sister actually competed in the Paralympics uh, in the Sydney games in 2000 and so we went on this this tour and um, I, I I'm a very friendly animal person but in this video it would suggest um, that I wasn't exactly happy with the animals of Australia so it's a uh, uh, kind of funny there anyways today We're going to look at the odds for the 2023 NFL playoff futures. We'll also look at some final preseason news ahead of the regular season. Preseason is finally over. And we're also going to play a game, Spinorama, to bet each team's best season results. Uh, But before we get started, guys, did anybody watch this weekend BS High on uh, HBO Max? Max? I think it's just called Max now.
4: Yes, it is just Max. I did not watch it, but I do love the double entendre. Yes, that is BS high yes. because it's Bishop Sycamore, of course, mm-hmm. which also conveniently was the name of my championship winning fantasy football team last year. But also, of course, <laughs> BS implies no big deal. Uh, BS <laughs> implies bull caca,
2: Yeah, not true. Well, first of all, one, I think this what was it? Twenty twenty one. The season where the Bishop uh, Sycamore Sycamore competed against IMG like an actual legitimate football program and got absolutely killed. But I, that was kind of the extent of what I knew about it. It was a running joke on social media. this The guy that was in charge of it is a legitimate crook. He has like yes. 300 lawsuits against him for unpaid bills and stuff. It wasn't a real school. These kids were not in high school. They were older than that. But, I mean, Emery, you said you've got like a, a personal story here. But I was, I, I was shocked watching this last night.
5: I wasn't shocked in mm. 2021 of what happened. Because I did the color for one of their games, right? We had this game with Flow Football. You did? I did, and here's here's the story. I'm tell you, I'm not lying. That's the beat. Me and the coach went back on DM, right? So this is I don't know if y'all with this
2: crooked coach.
5: Yes. So okay. here's the story. The game was on a Thursday night. They were supposed to play this this you know this powerhouse from Ohio, um, this high school in Ohio. It was the first game of the season. So the game was a Thursday night, which was. August 20th, 2021. Okay. So, normal duties, I hit the coach up over the weekend. I'm like, hey, you know, I'll be doing a color for the game. I send them an email, do a color for the game. Can you send me your rosters and your two deep? Because I already got it from the school in Ohio. I actually did a whole conference call with the coach from Ohio. The real school? Uh, the right. The real school had a couple of D1 prospects. One is a terrific t- t- running back up there in Merrimack right now. Um, but he, this, so never got an email back from this coach. So now it's uh, Wednesday. I sent him the DM. I'm like, Coach, I'm, in case you missed the email, I'm doing a game. I would like to get your rosters and you're too deep. He was like, thank you very much. And um, I'll send that to you. <laughs> Nothing, right? The next day, day of the game, I'm like, Coach, you know, the yeah. game is kicking off. And, you know, tonight, this is when back in still with COVID protocol, So we was doing a game remotely mm. so um so i was here at this desk doing the game but i'm like coach the game is tonight we don't have a roster he was like okay i'll get one to you 30 minutes before kickoff oh my god he sends us a email he responds to the email that he didn't respond to like a couple weeks ago with a postcard size of like nine names on it oh. players to watch here are the five stars so I'm thinking, like, okay, well, this game is going to be a fun fight. You know, it's going to be a good battle because this school in Ohio has legit studs on it. We get out there, and, and the game starts, and I'm like, these dudes, terrible. Like, the team <laughs> in Ohio is, like, running up and down the field against it, and then dudes started dropping like flies to the point where it was the third quarter, and I'm like, are they not even finish this game? Because yeah. who else is on – because we don't know who else is on the roster because I only got nine names, and we don't know who else is – like, is this quarterback that just died on the field that's now back in the game gonna finish the game? Like, what is going on? And then we had, I had another Bishop Sycamore game later on that season, um, like a couple of weeks later, that got canceled. And once he got canceled, I think that's uh, that was right after the IMG game. Oh. This game got canceled, and then all the stuff started to come out. I was like, no wonder it makes sense, it was all a scam.
2: Well, this guy took out like um, PPP loans in these kids' names. So now they're on the hook for like $20,000, $30,000 loans. He, um, uh, he didn't pay any of the hotels that they were staying in. And it, now it's on these kids' credit that they have unpaid hotel fees. Like they didn't have a team doctor in that game against IMG. They were, they were tearing ACLs left and right. They had no medical staff. It was a team a team mom who went out there and was, was acting like she was some kind of a doctor. I don't know. But it was just, it's sick. Um, and you should definitely watch it. I found it. It's to like leave. the high school version of firefest
5: so Bingo! Yes. Exactly. That's what it was. How about That's how about the fact
4: that um, like uh, that dude's running Firefest Fest back again already? Who's
2: it? who's signing up for this? That's what yeah. I want to know. Or of us are.
4: Well, fun uh, fun <laughs> fun fact. Fun fact. Uh, a good a, a buddy of mine who lives in Raleigh actually owns the trademark for Firefest Fest because mm-hmm. when the guy when the guy um did he go to prison? You went to prison, right? Yeah, He went to prison,
5: he did. A nice when little- he went to prison,
2: prison, right now, isn't he?
4: He just got out, oh, okay. he just got out and started Firefest, too. But uh, two of my buddies went to Firefest and like their tweets went viral because like he was like tweeting out the like it was a bunch of um, uh, you know, like the like the sandwiches, right? Like the cheese like sandwich, the, yeah, like the yeah. sandwich, right? The, the cheese yeah. sandwich, right? Exactly, yeah. I think that was him. He, t- he tweeted out a bunch of stuff, but anyway, uh, he. I think he was in like I don't I don't want I don't know I don't know all like what details I'm allowed to share, but I do know that he got the trademark while Billy, what's his name, was in jail and let it last. and so he's actually owns the trademark for Firefest. Fest.
2: We should start a a Pick Six um, football team and or festival (laughs) and
4: see Pick Six Party Pick Six Party Fest
2: Pick Six Party Fest. I mean. I buy into it. Um, All right, guys. Let's look at some preseason news. Obviously, preseason concluded this weekend. Biggest news, it's got to be Trey Lance traded to the Dallas Cowboys for a fourth round pick in the 2024 draft. Breach, are there any winners in this trade?
3: Uh, I feel like not really, but I also don't think there are any losers. I'm very neutral on this trade because if you're the 49ers, look – is this possibly end up being that you made the worst trade in history of the NFL draft? Absolutely. But if they win a Super Bowl this year, no one's going to care. No one in San Francisco is yeah. going to care. No 49ers fans are going to care. So this is kind of like you went out, you spent a million dollars on a lottery ticket, which was Trey Lance, and you busted. But then walking out of the store, you found a dollar scratch off on the ground, and that might win you $2 million. So you're doubling your losses, and yeah. that scratch off is Brock Purdy. So I, I do think that... There is a thing with the NFL, especially with the draft, when you take a guy high, you're just afraid to cut bait. And the teams, you know, we saw the Cardinals do that with uh when they took Rosen. Uh, and then the next year they're like, Yeah, Josh Rosen's actually not that good. So we're gonna go ahead and take Kyler Murray. And and you don't see NFL teams do that that often. So I think if Kyle Shanahan Thinks, hey, look, Brock, Trey Lance might be a good quarterback down the road, but if Brock Purdy runs my system better than Trey Lance, which is obviously how Shanahan feels, then we're going to go with Brock Purdy. Uh, so for that, I think that's good. The fact that they uh, traded away three first round picks and just blew all that up, that's bad. So I'm neutral on the 49ers, but it's a good thing for them uh, if they win Super Bowl this year. So I'm going to reserve my judgment until February.
4: I think it's fair to say that. I was talking with my buddy Adam Gold on on Raleigh Radio about this earlier. Like, the 49ers can be a really good football team and can also have screwed up very badly in the trade. Like, those two things can be mutually exclusive. Um, Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch shouldn't like people shouldn't be calling for them to be fired because the <laughs> trade Lance thing didn't yes. work out. Like that's anybody yeah. that goes that far down the road. It's just, it's just too far. Like they've done a good job building this roster, but it, when you give away three first round picks and don't get really anything back for it, one, that's really bad. And two, it makes it really, really difficult to build a successful roster. Now they've hit on D by Samuel, not the first rounder, George Kittle, right. Uh, they signed Trent Williams. Um, you know, when he was, uh, you know, when he was sort of, like, and like I don't think people knew how good he really was when he was leaving Washington because of you know all this, all the this stuff going on, on the side. They trade, trade for Christian McCaffrey and you hope that Brock Purdy and Sam Donald are enough. I think there's something to to it too where like if you keep Trey Lance around and you're trying to make Brock Purdy the guy and Trey Lance is really unhappy, and he's moping, and he's sort of like like there, you could you could have locker room concerns there, vi- viable locker room concerns by making him the third quarterback. I do question whether or not like r- you sure you you sure you don't want to keep a few like as many quarterbacks as possible around? Remember the NFC <laughs> Championship game? I mean, it's Emory To me, that's like that's sort of the the biggest surprise about this trade. And then I think you know it's also fair to say mutually mutually exclusive as well. The Cowboys can take a look at Trey Lance for a cheap price without saying, "Hey, Dak." this is an indictment of you. Like, Dak Prescott is the guy for the short term, and I would think, like, pretty long term. He's older. There's nothing wrong with taking a stab like this at a quarterback um, who, who, with that kind of pedigree, with that kind of upside athletically, especially when, if Trey Lance is in Dallas, if Trey Lance is in San Francisco and Brock Purdy or Sam Donald struggle, there's going to be calls for Trey Lance. There's way more pressure on Trey Lance in San Francisco than there is in Dallas, where if, like, Dak would have to be completely bomb for Trey Lance to even, like, for there even to be any buzz whatsoever about bringing Trey Lance in.
5: Yeah, everybody looking at this right now in the huddle. Let's step outside the huddle and go up into the press box, right, and look at this from that viewpoint. This is not just about Trey Lance and them trading away, giving up three first-round picks for Trey Lance when Justin Fields was sitting right there. That's Mm -hmm. not the point. The point is the fact that they had went up there, traded... Uh With Chicago to let them take Trubisky, and oh, okay, they're gonna get to Sean Watson or they're gonna get Patrick Mahomes. Nah, they take Solomon Thomas, who busted out of San Francisco. <laughs> it's like, hey guys, like wait a minute, like what are you guys doing with the quarterback position? And now let's get back in the huddle. It's not necessarily about them trading Trey Lance. It's the fact that for for Brock Purdy, we know about the you know near forty interceptions he threw. But we're talking about trading Trey Lance for Sam Darnold. What? Like, come on, man. So, yes, you can have questions about their inability to really identify elite quarterback talent because everywhere else, like you guys pointed out, they've hit home runs, which is why they've been so competitive, which is why they've been so dynamic, which is why they are consistently in the running for a championship because the run game, defense, offensive line, plus scheme. Works, which is why it has also looked like you could just plug anybody at quarterback and they have success because the team around them is is very quarterback proof. But, man, you talk about some big whiffs, yeah. Solomon Thomas yeah. and now Trey Lance for with, with Justin Fields right there. Imagine Justin Fields in that offense with you know with all those weapons around it. It would be a, they would go undefeated period
2: yeah no I, I agree with what everyone has said here one I think the fact that Mr. Irrelevant actually ended up being good takes a little bit of the heat off of Lynch and Shanahan because this is still a winning team now if Brock Purdy wasn't good and Trey Lance doesn't work out it looks even worse but it you know let's say they do go in the Super Bowl or Brock, still win the is, division
4: and I know I know I'm not trying to I, know, I think Pete Prisco does a good job of this pushing back on it like Brock Purdy's good right
2: Right. Yeah. Exa- right. right. So, sample so size? we've, so we've seen so far, yeah. you know small what sample I mean? Size for sure. Small sample size for sure. But even in the preseason, he looked decisive, which Trey Lance has never looked. And he, he is better than Trey Lance. Now, of course the ceiling of Trey Lance, everyone talks about this imaginary ceiling is much higher for him. But what I found the most interesting and look, the 49ers were never going to get anywhere near what they gave up for Trey Lance. And I know that the bills were also interested in Trey Lance. They were going to give a sixth round pick. This is, you know, the the Cowboys came in with a fourth round pick. Obviously Trey Lance is now going to share the playbook uh, with the Cowboys, which is, you know, interesting for an NFC rival. But for me, they have Dak Prescott and also Cooper Rush signed through 2024. Is this a better place for Trey Lance to be? I mean, this is also $6 million for a third-string quarterback. He's got, what, 940 k this year. He's guaranteed $5.3 million next year. I know, Brinson, you said it's a small amount of money, but Dak Prescott, too, I don't think his job is in jeopardy at all. But he said, to be honest with you, I'm not surprised by anything anymore. It's hard to say that I was surprised, to be honest with you. I understand it's a business. That's the first round of talent, and you're always trying to make your team better. That's where the front office comes in. We're going to welcome him as any teammate. It doesn't sound like he's happy about this, though, Brinson.
4: No, no, no. Dak is when. Look, we we talk about this. We talk about Dak. Everyone talks about Dak all the time, right? Like the yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys quarterback is. I mean, the, being a, an NFL quarterback is the hardest sports related job, uh, in, you know, in America, right? Dallas Cowboys quarterback is probably the, like like a notch above because there's so much focus on you with that team, with that franchise. Um, we saw it with Tony Romo, and we've seen it with Dak. Like, no matter how well they play or how poorly they play, it's always exaggerated to one side, and there's always going to be a polarizing nature to being the Cowboys quarterback. Um, Dak led the league in interceptions last year. I think Dak is an underrated quarterback at this point uh, in his career, even if we do know what his ceiling is, uh, you know, versus, say, um, you know, like, like other guys out there. I I mean to me this is kind of it's kind of a no-brainer, right? But if Mike McCarthy liked Trey Lance coming out of college, and look, I don't think anybody can say how good Trey Lance will be, um, no, because can't. he's only thrown like 540 passes in the last like, five years since since he left high school or something. The number is crazy. Um, you look at the contract though; two years is fully guaranteed, no matter what, because it's a it's a first round pick. Um, you can still I believe, yeah, I mean, you could, you have two years to figure out is Trey Lance possibly worth signing to some kind of deal or we're keeping on our roster because he has the sort of upside that could work in a Mike McCarthy system that we're willing to take the chance. And I don't think this is an indictment of Dak Prescott, but I do think if you're Dak Prescott, it's like, cool. A week yeah. before the season started, you added a, a first round, like a former first round pick to the roster as if to say, like, yeah, we are considering the long-term future of, of this position. And, and, you know, if Trey Lance came in and they felt like he was, you know, an incredible quarterback, they might replace the veteran. We've seen, you know, Mike McCarthy was there when Aaron Rodgers, right? Aaron Rodgers replaced Brett Favre. We've seen it happen before, and I think if – it's it's hard to know whether this is a Mike McCarthy thing, a Jerry Jones thing. Maybe it's like a, even a front office, more of a front office decision. Steven Jones, Will, Will Will McClay. I mean, like who who is pulling the strings on this Trey Lance thing? Who is in love with Trey Lance? And yeah, Dak Prescott has every reason to be a little miffed at the timing of it and the, and the name, the splashy name value. But I don't think this is, says anything necessarily about Dak Prescott in the immediate future for the Cowboys.
2: I just feel like Jerry Jones is consistently trolling Dak to, to just be like, you ain't... It
5: I will say this. This this is like um we've seen this before, nothing is ever new, right? We saw this with Bill Walsh bringing in Steve Young, who was yep. battered bruised and believed uh, out of uh Tampa Bay, USFL. Hey man, let's calm down, get you back to neutral. Let me work on your mechanics here behind Joe Montana. Yeah, Ma- Montana wasn't happy about it, but Montana also went out there and won another Super Bowl. Yeah. um, in, in spite of that, that you know, I'm gonna show you, you know, bringing a guy that was drafted first overall to back me up. Um, I think this is more of an indictment to Cooper Rush. They're like, Listen, man, mm-hmm. we can get a cheap athletic upside backup that we can groom, or it's a sense that we've seen this before with Al Davis. I'm gonna just stockpile my team with talent to do what San Francisco did make my real you know, team, you know, mistake proof or talent proof, right? It doesn't matter who's out there at what position, we want talent. I mean, Al Davis had Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen in the same backfield, like that's just insane, right? With Tim Brown on one side. Rocket is he had all kind of like Heisman trophy winners and superstars so I've I, we've seen this before I think this is more of hey we could try to develop him have him look good in the preseason maybe get a potential first round pick in a trade for some quarterback needy team or we keep him uh
3: through next year and we don't have to resign Cooper Rush Uh, And let's not forget, when Emery says this happened before, this happened in Dallas before. Just go back to 2016. Not the same exact situation, but obviously Tony Romo's there, and the Cowboys are like, oh, you know what? We're just going to spend a fourth-round pick on Dak Prescott. Tony, don't worry. Obviously different because Tony Romo gets injured. Dak Prescott gets the job and never gives it back because he was so successful. What what if Dak goes down for two games? He got injured last season, and what if – What if Trey Lance goes in and goes 2-0 in those games and looks phenomenal? And we saw Dax struggle with interceptions last season. If he goes through uh, another – kind of span where he's throwing multiple picks per game for consecutive weeks now you're gonna have a little fan chatter like oh maybe we should try throw trey lance in there so that's what this does there's not a huge downside for the cowboys because as emery just said trey lance has a much bigger upside than cooper rush and you probably feel better about him eventually becoming the backup qb but the little downside there is that there is going to be some chatter. If Dak Prescott struggles at all, it's Hey, we have Trey Lance on the bench. Why don't we give him a try? We've yeah. let Dak do things. He can't win playoff games. Can't win super bowls. Let's give Trey Lance a shot.
2: All right. one yeah. that quarterback that's kind of, Oh, you got well, one more thing. Yeah. I was going to say one more thing
4: too. Like if you look at Dak's Dak's contract, right. Um, he signed that, you know, if you finally get the deal done after all that back and forth, there's two void years on the back end of it, 2025 and 2026. And so his contract ends after 2024, like his contract lines up with Trey Lance. So Hmm. this gives you two years to say, all right, like after two years, what like Dak is 30 years old. I mean, not every quarterback is going to play they're 40 and be awesome. Like, it's just not going to happen. Like I yeah. think Dak will age. Well, and I think Dak will probably still be playing well at the, you know, at, in, in two years, but you know, would the, Cow, would the Cowboys prefer to, like, sign Trey Lance to a lower contract and, and then move on from Dak after that deal is up? I think that's entirely possible. Or you'd, like, franchise tag Trey Lance if you feel like he is the guy. Um, it, it could end up being a little similar to, to Rodgers and, and Jordan Love, too, I think. I mean, like, again, in, you ain't got to have a quarterback if you want to win. Everybody he, knows that. The Niners. Or, yeah. or even Vicky McNabb, how that transition went, too. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's yeah. There's I mean, and, and didn't I mean Andy Reid's done this all the time, right? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes and, and and Alex Smith. I mean, like this this is the reality of the NFL. Is like you need to have a quarterback, and if you feel like you can take a guy like Trey Lance who's very talented, and you can be patient with him because of his contract and because of Dak's contract, um, yeah, is it going to be? was Dak Prescott going to like it? No, absolutely not. But if you can set yourself up where you have a future franchise quarterback and you hit on that, that's how you win long term in the NFL.
2: It's just crazy that, you know, how long is it going to be until Trey Lance actually plays? I mean, we're <laughs> already a couple years in, and now it's looking like another couple years. This is a number three overall that may not play in the NFL ever, or, you know, in four or five years. But, uh, Brinson, you already hit on this about Aaron Rodgers and the love situation. Aaron Rodgers did play his first preseason game since 2018. He played two series through a touchdown pass, gorgeous one to Garrett Wilson. Uh, and he emerged unscathed, which was interesting because the O-line was pretty scary. Uh, It's almost like they were trying to get him killed. Breach, what did you think of uh, Rogers' first preseason game in a while?
3: Uh, Well, I thought Aaron Rodgers was awesome. And we're talking about the touchdown pass. That was one of those throws you see Aaron Rodgers make where it doesn't matter if you have Deion Sanders in his prime covering the receiver. Rodgers puts it in a spot where only the receiver can get it. And it's a touchdown. And that is just one of those things where the perfect throw beats the perfect coverage. And if Aaron Rodgers could be doing that regularly, then just sign me up for the Jets Super Bowl <laughs> no. win right now, Katie. Uh, but that being said, the flip side is what you just mentioned, is that yeah. the offensive line is a little bit iffy. And he's only out there for two series. So what's going to happen when he's out there for four quarters? I don't know. So that is the part that's kind of saying uh, maybe we should kind of hedge here. On the Jets, so I'm not sure. I'm gonna have to think about this for about 48 more hours before I decide how I feel <laughs> about the offense. But Aaron Rodgers himself looked fantastic.
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I think this is the thing with the Jets that's sort of gone unsaid, and we talked about this. Um, you know, I, I, can't, I remember we did, we, we did the AFC win totals, and we talked about this, and it's like so weird that the Jets at no point throughout this entire offseason of like insane hype. Where they're being talked about on every show, you know, the the hard knocks stuff. Everyone's loving like what they see from the Jets on hard knocks, and at no point um, did like their their over under move up or like, like yeah. it didn't budge at all. It sat at like nine and a half minus one twenty the whole time. And I think there's only one explanation for that. It's the concern with the offensive line. Like this, it is it is a concern if. It doesn't it can be the Jets, it can be the Ravens, it can be the Panthers. Pick any team you want in the NFL. I just picked three random ones, although the, the third one definitely has offensive line concerns as well. If your offensive line is not good, you're not going to be a true Super Bowl contender, even if you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers playing at a high level, because you have to have a good offensive line in the NFL. And that's the Jets. But maybe if there's going to be an Achilles heel for them, it's their offensive line.
2: Yeah. I mean, they always say nothing matters if your O-line sucks. And even if you have a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers, if you can't protect him, uh, he overcame a lot yesterday, but asking him to do that for 17 weeks um, throughout a whole game, not just two series, sounds like a lot. Uh, We're going to go to break here soon, but one more thing. Uh, Kirk Cousins debuted quite the mustache this week. And does this Looking at this, and I know Billy's going to throw it up on the screen here pretty soon. Looking at this, is this an auto fade of him for the rest of the season or an automatic MVP vote? (laughs) What do you think, Brinson? Uh, Well, you know what this reminds me of? You guys remember Office Space? Yes. Movie
4: Office Space?
2: Yes, with Jennifer Aniston.
4: Yeah. And um, I got now from kidding the main character. Peter's neighbor.
2: Yeah. You know,
4: he has a famous line that I'm not going to repeat because it's inappropriate for a family (laughs) podcast. But... This is an automatic MVP move yes. by Kirk Cousins, who is who is <laughs> flourishing in the spotlight in a way that I never thought Kirk Cousins would yeah. uh, by by sort of embracing all the nonsense that he does, and I think becoming much 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 more likable uh, than he, than he previously was.
2: Breach, how do you feel about the stash? Oh, I, I'm
3: going to one up Brinson. I think that's a Super Bowl MVP oh, mustache. Oh. Ooh. Emory, hey, listen, hey. <laughs> he was 59-59-2
5: like and 2 heading to the last season and had that miracle season last year. This dude is untouchable to the media. We always criticize Dak for everything he does. When this dude is just allowed to thrive and sign major contract after contract and doing stunts like this to keep the smoke off of him, I'm not falling for it. Fade him.
4: Fade I, I, him. Oh, I, I, I do think, now, if Kirk Cousins... Could you imagine if Kirk Cousins was the Cowboys quarterback? My God, it would be, be so cool. I feel like Kirk Cousins catches a lot more heat. No, no not really, man. He keep, They keep signing him.
3: And he goes, they, no first-round quarterbacks.
4: Well, Nobody's trading for Trey Lance in Minnesota. That's fair.
3: It's fair. Right. And that I mean, to be possible. fair, they're not signing him now. He's going in the final year of his
5: contract. Watch he get the bag again. He'll get baseball money this time. By a desperate team. By a <laughs> he desperate
4: did. Team. He did. He did go through it coming out of Washington, though. Like he was a polarizing dude in Washington. Did the double franchise tag. His uh, the old GM called him Kurt, like just to spite him when he was talking about him in the, his contract in the media. And so, yeah, I mean, like he 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 has
3: gotten the bag though. He has gotten baseball money. Yeah, a fair. Well, point. and 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 Dak is on the Kirk Cousins plan. He's he's going the same route. With he went the franchise tag, then got the long term deal uh, the same way Kirk did. So they they're they're the same person.
2: All right, got to take uh, a quick break here. But coming up, we're going to play a game of Pick 6 Spinorama. Stick around.
5: Driving into the stadium, seeing everybody tailgating. I get that ready-to-go feeling. You know, to walk through the fan section over there and see that many people excited about football, so I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. You get away from football for a little bit, and then you start missing, and you get that itch again. For me, that first catch is everything. Once I get one catch, I'm in the zone.
2: Getting back to football. Nothing <laughs> on.
5: We can't wait. Can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait.
2: Welcome back to the Pick Six Podcast. It's time to play Spinorama, and I got to be honest with you, we didn't talk about this in the pre-show. I believe we have a wheel, Billy, that is putting on the. Yep, oh, there it is. With all, we got a wheel. Yeah, we have a wheel with all thirty-two it, teams. So we will go in order. Um, I think we'll start with is the this next. segment <laughs> is
3: this dedicated to Bob Barker? Is that is that what's going on Look here? Now, RIP, R.I.P. Bob
2: Barker. Uh, Barker, yes. It should um, be.
4: Is this like a is this like something that we have in house for CBS or is this like like to is this like I. I love it.
2: I don't know about the legality of everything. This is this is a wheel that was created by Billy. We're going to spin around. It will land on one of the thirty-two teams, and then there are some DraftKings odds about team results. So it'll land on your team, and then you'll have to say what kind of bet you want to make. Is it to miss the playoffs? To lose in the wild card round? To lose in the conference championship? To win a Super Bowl? How this team's season will end. And we'll start bottom up, uh, and with the the brightest color. So Emery. <laughs> spin. which I mean, this means Billy probably c- clicks the spin for you. Yep, there we go.
5: There we go. Okay, I about to say, what do I click? <laughs>
4: She's gotten, she gotten Katie a tiny little microphone.
2: Yes. Ooh. Oh. Oh, the, the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. <laughs> All right,
5: Dallas Cowboys. I like the Dallas Cowboys to.
2: Let's put those odds on the screen. Yeah, here, I'm looking okay. at. I'm,
5: I would yeah. say they could lose in the conference championship game plus 650. When you think about
2: Niners
5: what, to, uh, to the Eagles or uh, Seahawks. Okay. Seahawks. <laughs> Niners, Niners losing in the in the wild court round to, to an upstart Falcons team. Ew. Um, so we we are looking at the Cowboys, and I, I listen, as much as we talk about them on every outlet, right? Jerry Jones needs to get credit for being the GM. He is the new Al Davis is you can't not knock him for not you know for for flooding his team with talent. This team is always talented, which is why they are always failing to live up to expectations because we see them as talented on paper. This is no difference. And the difference for me that will separate them from winning the Super Bowl and not beating the Eagles in the conference championship game as I so predicted here. Um they who's the, who's the running back? I know people love the idea of Tony Pollard because he wasn't taken in the first round. I, I get that fantasy football analytics thing. They love any back that's not taken in the first round. But we haven't seen Tony Pollard be the lead guy. He has always been the complimentary guy going back to his time at Memphis. So who's the guy they're going to pair up with him? Is it Deuce Vaughn? Will they bring in someone else uh, to be uh, the one beat to his 1A? That's the question I still have about Dallas. But everywhere else on that roster, they're fantastic. And so because I, I can't trust their run game consistently, I have to say they'll lose
3: in the conference championship game.
2: All right, Breach. Time for a spin.
3: Ooh. Spin? Is that what Duke <laughs> squeak to get the wheel to spin?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well.
3: Did, did Emery break the wheel?
2: Might have. I didn't even touch the wheel. If, I, if I hit someone, it's great
3: X. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, close us out. <laughs>
2: yeah, here, here we go. Going for a spin.
4: Did we already spin? Oh, boy. Oh boy!
2: Oh, the Baltimore!
3: Oh, the Ravens! Oh my goodness!
2: All right, so
4: Uh, conveniently close from an alphabetical standpoint, breach.
3: Well, you know what, Brinson, Um, I would have preferred to get the Bengals here, but I'll take the Ravens. I'm going to say the Ravens lose in the divisional round. That is Mm. plus three sixty. Uh, I, I, you look at last year, they had the Bengals on the ropes in the wild card round and probably would have won that game if not for one of the flukiest plays in the history of football with a fumble at the one yard line. It gets returned 99 yards. And remember, they did that with a backup quarterback in the game and Lamar Jackson missing a chunk of the season. So I think with a completely healthy team, they are absolutely a playoff team. I don't think they're quite good enough to get to the AFC championship. So I'm going to say lose in the divisional round plus
2: 360 bank it. All right, I love it. Okay. All right. You're up for a spinner. Spinner.
5: I think we need to be a wheel, man, because this is some NBA lottery type shenanigans.
4: (laughs) All of a sudden, like Breach is like the Bengals.
2: All right. Oh, oh, Ah, the
4: Niners. So I
2: already know what you like for them. What do I like for them? Well. To win the Super Bowl? No. Well, I'll, I'll let you. I'll
4: let you. No, oh, no, no. What do I? No, you tell me. What, what do I like for
1: them?
2: Well, I know that you like their win total over. I know that you like them to win the division, but that's none of these. So, yeah. I mean, maybe you I, have them either winning or losing the Super Bowl. I think
4: to, I think I would rather bet on the Niners to lose in the Super Bowl at plus 750 than the Niners to win the Super Bowl at 10 to 1.
2: Yeah. Does
4: that make sense? Because you're does. coming, the Niners are, are obviously a really, really good team, but like more than likely they won't be favored in the Super Bowl. So I think, right? Against the Chiefs or the Bills, Bengals, yeah, maybe pick them. They'll be close. Yeah. Niners- well, I mean,
3: the, the, the Niners have the tied for the second best Super Wads preseason. So I feel like if they get to the Super Bowl, maybe yeah. the Chiefs will probably be the only team favored over them.
4: Yeah. I just feel like 10 to 1 is a little short for me. Yeah. Oh, I just—I I, think—I mean, look, they—they—I don't—I don't think they've—I don't think they've definitively solved the quarterback situation. I understand that they've decided where they're at with their quarterback and they—they they are confident and comfortable with Brock Purdy and Sam Darnold, but I don't think it's definitively solved. Um, the playoffs at plus three sixty is two. I would want more than that. I think um, lose the conference championship game four to one. It's like I'm just trying to get the most bang for my buck on a team that I think. Yeah, like those are all too short. So I want the Yeah, they're all too close. Like yeah. everything on there is too close. Like they're gonna make the playoffs. Go,
2: yeah, because I think it could go either way. The 49ers, like like you said, Breach, have like the third best odds to win the whole thing. This is a team that has lost a Super Bowl the last few times they've been there. This is a team that has lost the conference championship the last few times that they've been there. So it's hard to say that they're gonna win these things.
5: Yeah, that's a great right.
2: point. Spain right, Katie's turn. Yeah, my turn.
5: Oh, she get the Seahawks.
2: She doesn't get the 49ers. That's all that matters. Ooh, Ooh the, the bears. bears. Let me scroll up. I'm pretty high on the Bears this year. So let's see. Be, this wheel be, is kind of oily.
5: It doesn't like stop. It kind of. Like, I know. I know. It keeps roll. rolling. Got a little all extra right. 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 The- <laughs> right.
2: Um. Okay. So this is a team that I actually think has the possibility to win their division we know that i've given out that future before i think that the nfc north is way more wide open than people think so i could see them getting you know i don't get into the getting to the divisional round seems like a lot i could see them losing in the wild card round at plus 275
4: i think personally that's a that minus 180 to miss the playoffs is kind of a hammer
2: no, I'm I I believe I believe in in Justin Fields and the offensive weapons that they put around him. I know that the defense is a big problem here, but well, I don't breach, think that the breach of- believed
4: breach believed in the women's World Cup team so much that he went to New Zealand to watch him, and <laughs> oh, then <you> know, yeah. so <laughs> it happened.
2: Oh yeah, you saw too that soon, too soon, Brenton. Yeah, too soon. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm going to go lose in the wild card round because I think they're going to surprise some people at plus two seventy five. I'm not doing that minus one eighty. I believe in the Chicago Bears.
3: Printing out for blood today on Katie, though. You're predicting the four hours to lose in the Super Bowl, and then saying her Bears pick is not mm-hmm. even relevant. My God, Prince I'm not saying it's not even relevant. I think it's.
4: I think. I think that the the minus one eighty is Emery on the Bengals. Did we spin? We spun. No. Uh, I just think that the no, minus one eighty. I, I think the. Oh, no, did, did we spin or no? I don't know. Uh, I think that the minus one eighty for the Bears. I think the Bears hype has gotten so much at minus yeah. one eighty to miss the playoffs. Like that's. I'm shocked at that price. I think that, I thought that that price would be like minus two fifty or something like that for the Bears. I think, I think we did spin. I think Billy
5: well, spun no, it.
2: Let's let's spin again because I think it's more fun we watch it spin.
5: Yeah.
2: <laughs> right then, it's oh, like it just lands on something. I keep thinking the pinwheel. I, oh, perfect! I, 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 look at this. <laughs> this is perfect. Emery's team. <laughs>
5: All right, you guys already know where I'm going. The wheel wow. is fixed. to miss the playoffs there minus four twenty-five. egregious. So that people think the are to be better than them, whoa! I am appalled. I will say I will take the Colts to lose in the wild card round because I think they could win the division. Um, what, what are the odds there? Uh, I don't. Uh, the odds for losing the wild card round is plus five hundred because hmm. minus four twenty five just seems like damn. Like I would rather take the risk of them losing the wild card round and yeah. hammer. Dumbly, to them not making the playoffs. Again, all my coach preseason, offseason takes was a little bit based off Jonathan Taylor being there because an elite runner with an elite runner is magic happening. You know, that's Warwick Dunn paired with Michael Vick, and Warwick Dunn had, like, a ridiculous yards per carry. That's Vince Young married with CJ2K, right? but Miles Sanders last year. Who was based... In the same offense. But Miles Sanders... And I'm glad you brought that up because Miles Sanders, Gus Edwards are average backs, right? And so imagine if you have an elite back with an, an elite athletic yep. quarterback. It goes to the roof. So whoever it is going to have in the back, if it, even if it's Evan Hall, it's going to be solid. But damn, it would have been great with Jonathan Taylor. But I will take this bet here for them to lose in a wild card round because I got to stick to my guns. I believe they beat. The Jaguars for the AFC West, I eighty mean, one and
4: one hundred and fifty to one to like losing the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl is like a wildly like disparate. Like, you put a yeah. <laughs> like- <laughs> dollar on. Like,
2: all right, Breachy, let's get a good spin out of you.
4: Let's go
5: wheel. Oh, it makes noise
2: too. Oh
4: yeah. The wheel is spinning and we the are
1: Oh, it's leaking. <laughs>
4: The Rams, you uh, wanted the dolphins so much more than the
3: Rams. <laughs> I what did want the dolphins. The Rams well, have to
2: be all negative. The hold thing hold
3: here, oh, go ahead, Emery.
5: No, I was gonna say to miss the playoffs minus three, go ahead, preach.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's my problem is that I don't think the Rams are gonna be as bad as everyone thinks. I don't think no. this is a team that's gonna be going five and 12. Uh, I think they can win eight or nine games, but uh, I don't think I. I just don't feel good about them sneaking into the playoffs. No, minus three eighty is such a horrible, horrible <laughs> value that I, I got to skip it on principle. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to say they lose in the wild card round at plus four seventy five. I think that's the best bet on that board.
2: Yeah, this might be one you just lay off though because they're not making the playoffs.
3: Yes, you don't have to make every bet, Katie. That is a good point. I'm I'm gonna go to sleep on this one, but losing the wild card round. That's what a lot of these people that that critique those that are in sports betting
5: fail. Like, bro, you don't have to make every bet. You know (laughs) what I'm saying?
2: All right, Brinson. All right. Let's get a good spin out. How about
5: I'm mad these not color-coded, by the way.
2: (laughs) I know.
0: Ooh, the buffalo, oh,
2: buffalo? Oh. The buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> um, i'm actually glad i
4: didn't get the panthers i don't know i don't know that i'm prepared to uh to do that the bills are tough because you have plus 225 to miss the playoffs it's not no
2: they're not missing the playoffs yeah
4: i wouldn't uh, afc is just really tough i think i mean
2: i'm a lot higher on buffalo
4: than, than a lot of people i think i will go with uh six to one to lose so it's nine to one to win the super bowl 10 to one to lose the super bowl i don't think like that's i I think six to one to lose in the conference championship game is the play there i can see them advancing and then you see them get either i mean i don't know maybe they'll go to arrowhead to play the chiefs in the AFC championship game that wouldn't be surprising at all or maybe they'll have to deal with the Bengals um or even the jaguars like there's a lot of teams that could knock them out in the uh conference championship game so i think that's the best value versus the super bowl value yeah let
5: me ask you this uh will Mm -hmm. to miss the playoffs right is that tied to them winning the division because if you if you think about it how good do you feel like the jets and dolphins are going to be and how good do you feel like the afc north and afc west are going to be because it it could be some gray area
4: yeah yeah, like i think i think the bills are the I think the Bills are. I think the Bills are going to win the division. I think people are are selling the Bills too quickly, and so like, I, like I think they'll win the division. I, I've been saying all along. I like to bet bet them to win the division all offseason at plus money. I think it's a great value, uh, especially if the Jets' offensive line is a, is, a, is a problem. And so like, I don't. I think I would want like four to one, like four to one more to miss the playoffs. I think for Buffalo because I think a, I think they're a much better bet to make the playoffs than people think. All
2: right. I got Also, uh, we got Joe Musso in the chat. Over, under four and a half, Stetson Bennett starts. I will go over. I actually don't over. think Matt Ryan is yeah playing that many games. Or not Matt Ryan, Matt Stafford is playing that many games. All right. Did he not also just
5: come out and say he don't know how to relate to his younger teammates? Was he talking mm-hmm. to Stetson?
2: Ooh, I don't know. Stetson's Stetson his age, so Stetson I don't know. <laughs> man, like, like, Ooh, Washington, <laughs> Commander. All right, let me scroll down here. It's got to be at the very bottom. All right, to miss the playoffs minus three seventy, yeesh! Mm. Losing the wild card round plus five hundred, losing the divisional round plus a thousand. They're not getting to the conference championship game. They're not getting to the Super Bowl. So what are we looking at here? I don't want to minus three seventy to miss the playoffs. Um, I feel like this is kind of a similar to a breach thing. You gotta you gotta do the five to one to lose yep. in the wild card round, but they're not getting to the wild card rounds. But minus three seventy to miss the playoffs is just too, too,
4: too. I I think Washington's a little sneakier maybe to to be a wild card team than people give them credit for. Is it likely? No, just like the Rams, right? Like you don't expect it to happen. But I mean, if Sam Howell ends up being a good quarterback and he uses his legs as much as like he he did in college and and doesn't get hurt and we see them protect him. And that defense is as strong as it could be. I think I think they're like a a fringe, like five to one is a. I, I like I like the five to one as well. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I don't know how much I like it. I'm just not laying the minus three seven. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, let's do one more round of these, and then and then we'll go to break. So let's Emery, Let's get a good spin out of you. Your final spinorama. Who's it going to be?
3: Let's go wheel. I love the wheel. I love this, love this wheel
2: too. Good job, wheel.
5: Billy. We could do so much fun activities with this. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey.
5: hey. <laughs> Ooh, oh, your wow. Saints,
2: the New Orleans Saints.
5: Saints fans are already gonna hate me for this one. Hmm. Oh no! Family's gonna hate me for this one too. Let's see. All right. I mean, they're not too bad. Uh, NFC, I think, is more competitive than people think it is. Mm-hmm. Um. So I think we can get two teams out the east, north, and west, which leaves mm-hmm. one the south. And I don't trust Derek Carr. Mm, I love this. I'm all in <laughs> on the Falcons starters on both sides. Now, depth there, there are some questions. Uh-huh. So I'm going to go for the for sure money for them to miss the playoffs at plus 160. Love it. I feel like Falcons could win that division at 9 and 8. Saints to be right there at 8 and 9, missing the playoffs. We need the
3: meme of Brinson and Emery shaking hands with the <laughs> caption saying hating on Derek Carr.
5: Here's the think about Derek Carr. The, the stats look great on paper, but what the stats don't show you is that that fumble in the third quarter that killed that scoring drive. Damn, that was a big Or that fourth quarter interception. Well, he threw 380 yards, three touchdowns in the pick. Yeah, but the pick was kind of important. You know, it went back the other way. It's those hidden numbers that really don't tell you the whole story. If when it all, happens. When it happens. And so I think that's the Saints' bugaboo here. Plus, they're kind of banged up in the backfield right now to start the season. So we got to see this back. There's some questions on that offense, you know. And I love the defense, but questions on the offense kind of
4: scare me. Uh, also, like, the Saints went 7-10 and 10 last year. Like, what, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, I understand that um, – they Derek Carr is a, a theoretical upgrade at quarterback, but like, how much of like, like, I mean, how many wins is he worth? Is he worth five wins? Like, I mean, do people, why are people, they're just crowning the the Saints. It's just so Here, bizarre. To
5: me. Here's how funny the Saints fans are, and I'm I'm on my soapbox for for just like twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. These are the same Saints fans that was killing Derek Carr when the Saints shut them out last year in the Superdome. Now. The same Derek Carr on this team, Saints fans are saying, Saints are going to the Super Bowl. It's a lock they win a division. You were just killing this dude last year when they got blanked by one of the worst Saints teams in recent memory, right? Especially in the Sean Payton, post-Sean Payton era. That was a bad Saints team. And now the guy that you clown is going to lead you to the Super Bowl, a place he has never been? Miss me with that.
4: Speaking of missing, we're going to miss – Reach his turn. Oh. While we take a break for purposes of the Aww. show. So we'll do. We'll Damn. have a brief spin again when we come back after the break next. got to pay the bills.
1: Get breaking news.
0: Big news coming out of the NFL today.
1: Highlights and instant reaction. The largest final round comeback in four championship history. We're down to the final four.
3: I just want to take time yeah. to analyze greatness. Talk winners and losers with a guy who's already
1: a big winner. CBS Sports HQ. It's all sports all day long.
0: or a lot to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Odyssey Podcast.
4: Alright, time for some more wheel of Spinorama. Spinorama, I mean, yes. Spinorama. Breach is up, Ooh. while we're spinning. We'll let, no, just note that we're going to do three more spins and then do some divisional and Super Bowl futures as well. And breach, you have the Denver Ooh. Broncos. Oh
3: my god! Oh my god! What the irony? Hey breach, here.
4: Oh, yeah, that is ironic because that was the team you picked to win the Super Bowl <laughs> last year. How did that work yeah. out?
2: How does it end for them this year? Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, let's see. I'm so bitter. Ah, I
4: wish we could, I wish we could rewind in time and have breach going. The Denver Broncos will win the Super Bowl and pair it up against like a, a mashup of like every like disastrous offensive situation with Denver last year.
3: I do not usually hold grudges, but I am holding a strong grudge with the Broncos over this pick. Look, they're dealing with so many receiver injuries right now. I'm not sure that Sean Payton can fix Russell Wilson uh, but once and, and the AFC is just so loaded that where do the Broncos rank? They're maybe you could make your argument they're a top eight team, but you know the eighth team doesn't get in the playoffs. So uh I hate to miss the playoffs number once again. I would probably lean that route, mm-hmm. but I'll get crazy and say losing the wild card round. You know what? I think the best bet on the, I think
4: to win the Super Bowl at forty five to one is the best. Oh bet come thing. on, forty five to one. You you're never, mocking. You never get forty-five to one on teams that, in theory, could have an elite quarterback, and an elite coach. Like this is the only chance. If 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 Champagne can fix Russell Wilson, this is the only chance you'll have to buy low on Denver. Now, it's forty-five to one. It's not supposed to happen. I don't expect it to happen. I'm just saying, they got the coach. They've got a quarterback. If he's not broken, if he is fixable, then you know forty-five to one's not crazy. I'm not. I'm not making the bet. I
2: just one the I it. understand what you're saying. Yeah, in theory. In theory, in, the Broncos are a very good team because right. they've got an elite quarterback and an elite coach. Right. And receivers, so. Right.
4: Just like, so we're in, all in theory, Breach is wearing pants right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Brinson, give her a spin. All right. Spin around
4: the time as you're it goes around the, the, the wheel. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, the Green Bay they are going to get the Lions. Packers. I thought it was going to get the Lions, too. Jordan Is like cheering in there there's like somebody's yeah, yeah, like yelling they're happy that you got yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah the, the, crowds, the crowd's going Let wild
4: find the green bay packers so the packers are minus 210 to miss the playoffs plus 350 three three and a half to one to lose in the wild card round it feels like this a little short i'd like a little bit more than that i don't so i think with the with it when you're making when you're making this decision right let's say that um you believe in Jordan Love and believe in Matt LaFleur and think that this offense can be good enough to, to win them enough to games. And in an, in an NFC North that is wide open. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can bank on them to win a, a playoff game. I don't yeah. want to lay the minus 210. So I'd go plus 350. But I think you could just go bet on them. Like I think it's really unlikely for them to get the number one seed, right? And I think it's right. really unlikely for them to win a playoff game. So I'd rather bet on Agree Bay to win the division, which I think is like four or five to one, isn't it? Um, Let me uh, check real quick. Division winner is – where is it? North. You can bet on the Packers at four to one to win the division. So I'd rather bet on that than bet on – I'm just saying like I'm going to say to lose in the wild card round as part of the game. But instead of doing that, bet on them to win the division because – I, well, I guess they could sneak into the playoffs as a wild card team. The Lions and the, and the Packers both. Yeah, maybe take plus three fifty. I, I don't know. I, I, think, I, I think I think I think I think the Packers should be better than people think. I have Lions, Packers, Vikings, Bears in in that order in the NFC North, I believe. And so I I I don't think it's imp- impossible that the Packers should win the division um, or be competitive. So I like I like I like Green Bay like plus three fifty to lose in the wild card round. All right.
2: Only way I take seven
5: fifty would be if I knew ahead of time what seed they were gonna be, yeah. Because that losing the division around could be key, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, why yeah.
4: the
2: odds are, are set at such.
4: Like they could get they could, I mean, they could get the Rams in a wild card matchup.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: At home, that's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, why it couldn't, or the Giants? They I mean, like they could play the Giants at home in the wild card round, maybe.
3: What and how are the Rams getting there? Like, is this a five four game or is it a six three game or is this a, a seven two game? Brinson, if they get a full five, they're in trouble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: exactly. Yeah,
2: all right. Let's get one last spin on here before we get into uh, yeah, it didn't odds. seem
4: plausible as I was sort of going through the, the scenarios in my head.
2: Ooh. ooh the one team I don't like to talk about, the Cleveland Browns. All right. Okay, before you start talking, Katie, I will throw out some breaking news. The Browns
3: have cut their kicker, Cade York, uh, which the job was 100% his going into training camp. The only way he could lose it was by completely botching every field goal attempt he had in the preseason, which is exactly what happened. Now they've traded for Dustin Hopkins, so he is likely going to be their kicker. So I don't know if that changes your mind about anything, but their kicker has gone.
5: He went 4-7 in the preseason <clears> on <throat> field goals.
2: Well, maybe unexampled. maybe one – I like he doesn't sound obviously very good, but the 49ers have no kickers right now. So I wonder if they will um, inquire about him. Um, All right. To miss the playoffs, minus 135, pretty favorable odds. To lose in the wildcard round, plus 270. Look, I'm very, very high on the AFC North, which uh, Breach, you know, that's going to be one of my bets later that that is a Super Bowl winning division. And it's not that I think that Deshaun Watson can't be good. It's just, will he be good? And now they don't have a kicker. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to lay the minus one thirty five with them to uh, miss the playoffs this year because I'm just not high on them at all. Ooh. I know, Emery, you are. What, what would you take them to win in the what? I think in the divisional expected. round.
5: Yeah, I think they'll. Yeah, I think they would lose. And it's tough. <laughs> AFC wildcard is probably where a good team will lose. Uh, so I would go Wild Card round. But I, Because I think they finished second in the division. I think the Bengals take a step back, to
3: be honest. (sighs) That's insulting.
2: Them fine words. words. (laughs) Insulting. Breach, what do you think? This is your division. Uh,
3: Well, I think that the Browns are impossible to predict because you don't know how good Deshaun Watson is going to be. And so I'm staying away from everything Cleveland-related. But uh, like Emery just said, I would not be surprised at all if they won the division. They I mean, they have a loaded roster, but it's kind of like the Broncos where it's going to come down to the quarterback, except you feel a little bit better about Deshaun Watson's play than Russell Wilson's play. Um, yeah, so Only I would because
2: probably- we haven't really seen it. You know, we've seen Russell Wilson be bad.
3: Right, and... Oh, I mean, we've, we've seen Deshaun be bad, too. But not, for not, year, but
2: not for the extent of Russell Wilson. And
3: yeah. he wasn't as bad as Russell Wilson. So I, I would probably go losing wild card round also. I think they have enough team to make play the playoffs.
4: Well, and it's also, like, a different bad, too. It was like, Deshaun was off the... Didn't play football. Didn't play NFL football for, what, like... How how long was it? Was it a, was it like a year and a half. Year, an yeah, entire, it an a full year yeah. and a half, right? I mean, like, and and then... When he played, he came back mid-season after being suspended after a very high-profile suspension. Like it was just going to be tough for him to play well last year. If he if he plays like old Deshaun, I mean, the Browns. I just don't think thirty-five to one to win the Super Bowl is just wild to me. I truly think three teams get
5: out the north. I feel like a team out the east and or the west will be shortchanged because it's hard to not like all three of those power brokers in the north.
4: Yeah, it's gonna be like one of those Chargers, Broncos, uh, Jets, Dolphins, like teams that like we're, we're, everybody is kind of penciling in the like AFC is like, oh, well, here's what the play, here's what the AFC is gonna be. Here's the playoffs. It's pretty much set. It's like it's like that's not how this ever happens. Like, never, never is it like, oh, duh, it's the teams that everyone thought were going to, like, win, yeah. ended up winning. It, that never happens. So, you know, you got to be a little creative when you're picking out division bets in Super Bowl futures, which we're going to do very quickly right now, mm. and we'll start with me? Sure. Yeah, uh, I will start yeah. the AFC East, mm. where the Buffalo Bills are plus 120 to win the division. It's a preposterous number. The Buffalo Bills are really, really good. They have they have taken this division away from the, the Patriots. They are the new dominant team in this division. I understand Aaron Rodgers is in town. Uh, that number's creeped up, by the way. Jets were two to one. It's all the way up to plus two seventy. Dolphins at three to one, and the Patriots eight to one. To me, the Bills at plus one twenty is very similar to the Chiefs last year, who closed at plus one sixty to win the AFC West and then like stomped everybody into that in that division, rolled to it, and of course won the Super Bowl. Katie, do you yes. have the interest in the Chiefs this year?
2: I do. Well, I do. And this is obviously the chalky one, but for the Chiefs to win their division at minus 165, I don't think that those odds are terrible given that it's the Chiefs. And you look at the rest of the AFC West. So I don't there's not, not a ton of analysis that goes in there, except for that the Chiefs have won the division for nine seasons in a row, right? Or eight, and this is going in their ninth. I don't know. Um, and and the division isn't exactly a lot of the AFC got better, but not exactly the AFC West, especially if we're looking at, you know, what the Broncos are looking like right now. So, yeah, Chiefs minus 165 win the division. It's just easy bet.
3: Uh,
4: Emery.
5: I'm going to oh, yeah.
3: go. Yeah, no, Emery, go. No, Breach, I'm looking at you on, on top of me. So, like, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I don't want to steal yours because I might steal. I heard you talk about the Falcons earlier, but just kidding. I'm not taking the Falcons. I'm going to go with a <laughs> sneaky one here, a team that I think is being – Slept on a little bit, and that is the Tennessee Titans to win the AFC South. Uh, Look, you look at what Tennessee did last season, all right? This team had a not so great roster. Ryan Tannehill was injured for most of the season, yet they were still could have won the division title in the final game of the season with a quarterback who had only been on the roster for 10 days. They should have beaten Jacksonville, except that quarterback fumbled the ball. Jacksonville returns it for the game winning touchdown. Uh, so it it just feels like the roster's a little bit upgraded. Yes, they have question marks, but so does every team in that division. Yeah. Uh, and I just think that Mike is one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL. And I, I think that plus three fifty. I mean, at plus maybe one fifty, I probably don't think about this. But man, you're giving this team that has just been really good in this division three and a half to one. I'm gonna take it. So I'm gonna go with the Titans here and be a little little sneaky. Mm-hmm.
4: That's not well, fair. The thing. Well, the thing about Tennessee too is like. Look, I mean, look at these numbers that we're looking at right here, right? The Chiefs are minus 165. The Jags are minus 155. I understand the AFC South is, is much worse than the AFC West in totality. But is it that much worse? Like, should the Jaguars re- – are the Jaguars, like, 10 cents less – Likely to win the division than the Chiefs. that should be a way bigger separation. Just to point to both those bets by Katie and by and by Breach. Like I think the Chiefs should be like minus two fifty. Yeah. I think Jags should be like plus one one hundred. Like even money to win the division minus one fifty five. Like they're just not that close to the Chiefs. Uh, Emery, what's your uh, favorite division or Super Bowl bets?
5: Uh, Super Bowl bet: Baltimore Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Oh, oh it's it. it's fascinating to watch Baltimore since Lamar Jackson took over. And we know about the lack of personnel on a perimeter outside of Mark Andrews. And these dudes, whatever reason, I don't know how the hell they do it. They're always the number one seed. And he's always like leading the MVP vote until, you know, week 10 or something like that. Right. So now you add better weapons on the outside and a, a wide open offense that now attacks the 53 and the third instead of the 120 yards, you know, vertical. It's going to be a problem. And so. Defensively, yeah, they're missing some pieces. The best team that, that could beat Baltimore would be the one that could throw. The problem is getting that ball off, right? It's like, you know, yin and yang. And so I feel like with Baltimore's defensive mentality, despite the person that you could change those pieces, they still believe they're a great defense. But an offense is going to be even more explosive, I think this is finally the year they break through and uh, win some, some more playoff games and get to the Super Bowl and win it against your Philadelphia Eagles.
3: Ooh, an all bird War. Super Bowl! No, you know,
4: wait—that's to- that's the that was my Super Bowl pick from last year. It was uh, it was Eagles and 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 uh, Ravens? It was going to be the first all bird Super Bowl. So maybe Emory, you will get that honor this year. Mm-hmm. Katie, you actually uh, don't hate the Ravens, the idea of the Ravens winning the Super Bowl. You might even have a. Better, did you? You didn't give this out, you didn't give it away, did you?
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I alluded to it, and I've given you know, Breach and I have both given this out on a previous um episode, but yeah, I don't hate that, Emery, because I have the AFC North as the Super Bowl winning division now. Earlier, when it was on Caesar Sportsbook, it was at plus 340, it's plus 500 on DK, so even better odds here, and yeah, look at the quarterbacks and look at the coaches in this division. You got Burrow, you got Lamar, Deshaun. We'll see what he goes. Even Kenny Pickett has been dealing in in preseason. Kenny Pickett. Uh, So he looks really, really good. And then you got coaches, John Harbaugh, Mike Tomlin, uh, Zach Taylor. And these defenses are crazy. And they've got some really, really good offensive weapons. So I think that the AFC North is the division to beat. Uh, And Breach, I know you agree with me on that one.
3: Uh, I do, because my Super Bowl bet is, I don't even want to say it because I'm going to jinx them. Oh, no. Uh, I've been a Bengals homer my entire life, but I never picked the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. Anybody who's listened to this podcast for the past five years knows it just doesn't happen. Uh, But I think if I was going to bet on the Bengals, this would be the year I'd do it. Ten to one. I feel like the team is loaded. This is the best roster they've had. Obviously, Joe Burrow's cap is a slight concern, but... We're used to that. There's a slight concern with Joe Burrow every single offseason, whether his appendix is exploding or he's coming off ACL surgery. None of that matters because he ends up getting him to the AFC title game, even dealing with that stuff. So this would be the year uh, that I bet the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. I think they're 10 to 1 plus 1,000. So Mm -hmm. there you go. Emery's got an AFC North team. I've got an AFC North team. Katie's got an AFC North bet. Brinson, are you gonna keep this streak going or uh, blow things up here?
4: No, I'm gonna go in a I'm, yeah, I'm gonna completely blow it up. Because I'm gonna take a Super Bowl exacta bet. Oh Ooh. Jaguars to beat the Lions. <laughs> Three hundred to one. Should be probably be higher. But uh, you can bet Bet the Lions to beat the Jags too, just in case it is that actual matchup. So you want to have that covered because that would really suck if you got a Jaguars line. I think you can actually get 250 to one or something like that just for for those two to meet in the Super Bowl somewhere if you want to do that. So uh, perfectly fine with either one. But I love the idea of like being so, so early on these two trendy losers who are suddenly very popular uh, to have them meet in the Super Bowl. Plus like, CBS Super Bowl, Jags, Lions, I'm feeling I'm feeling
3: spicy. So, like, that's so you're going with the all cats Super Bowl just despite was going with the all birds Super Bowl? Yeah, cats. Oh, I mean do birds eat birds.
4: do birds eat cats or is
3: that's it the other way up. around?
5: If you watch cartoons, which is is, is, is
3: history,
4: you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
5: They
3: yeah, I don't know
4: you sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> history. <laughs>
3: No, yeah, it's true, true. I like we it. All birds, birds, all cats. And the Sylvester Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly.
2: Well, I, I, yeah, I want to I I see that ticket uh, later, Brinson. Just, when that cashes, it's going to be a, a fun one, if that cashes. Although, probably not, because the AFC North will be the Super Bowl-winning division. All right, guys, that is going to wrap up our show today. Thank you for playing Spinorama with us. Make sure you join us tomorrow for more NFL coverage. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. If you're listening to audio only, then leave a five-star review, follow, tell your friends, to listen and watch the pod, and we will see you tomorrow.
3: Rest in peace, Bob Barker.
4: It's the NFL offseason, but on Pick 6, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, the football season never stops.